You're listening to Big Wigs. The bigger the wig, the bigger the personality. Ooh, stunning. Hey, Tom. Miranda? Oh, I thought I saw Miranda. Look at that, babe. It's Big Wigs. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Look at Big Ribs and Big Wigs. Happy Thursday, Big Wigs, and a happy 30th episode. We're celebrating. We are in the His House, Anna. We're celebrating episode 30. God, Woo! happy 30th. Oh, what a beautiful day. Happy 30th. It's Dre's 29th. You're not even as old as our podcast. And we're 30. My God, the podcast is getting so old. Oh, oh my God. We're so old. It's so old. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great celebrating our 30th. I actually thought we were on episode 29. So news to me that this is our uh, our anniversary, our 30th anniversary. I, I, had, I, no, I had no idea. It's very exciting. Honestly, my brain is not on my head anymore, so it could be episode twenty nine, and we just like have a <laughs> have a double somewhere. Like honestly, it could be. But when I looked I, like yesterday, I was like, "Oh, it's thirty. We should do something really, really special." You know, it's thirty, and also your birthday. That was no joke. Your birthday was this past week. Um, my birthday was. Yep. Mm-hmm. Should I admit to them how terrible of a of a friend and partner I am? Absolutely not, because I did not make it a big thing. You would have known if I had said it on the last episode, but you know what? I don't even think about it. Like, 100%, I'm being so honest, I didn't expect you to know. You know how we used to use Facebook to tell everybody's birthdays? You'd be like, oh, shit, when's my best friend's birthday? Because it's too... Now I have a calendar, like a grandma. I have a paper calendar of birthdays to remember, because Facebook, nobody uses Facebook like that anymore. Well, I still sign on and I check. Like, I check on Facebook. Oh. Like, if I'm like, I know someone's birthday's around here. Oh, my God. Let me see. I don't even think we're Facebook friends because we were friends, which is so funny because that's where we went viral, apparently, on uh, on BuzzFeed. <laughs> that was that was our home base was Facebook. Was the Facebook views, which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I remember, you guys, you'll love this. So Dre's birthday was the 13th, which I'll never forget for the rest of my fucking life. Okay. <laughs> It's in my brain. It's like my mom is December 7th and Andrea's August 13th. It's just those are the two. Jared's March 23rd. He always tests me. He thinks I forget every year. He's like, well, when's my birthday? I'm like, <laughs> and then like if I know his phone number, he's even more impressed. It's like turn. It's like wow. Turns it's so weird. I know. Phone numbers. So anyway, maybe he likes you to be like a numerical. <laughs> he, he enjoys that, that you would know the numbers. Maybe. You've got one of those magic minds like Rain Man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I'm an excellent driver. Anyway, uh, that's, <laughs> that's the line from Rain Man for those of you who don't know references from the 1980s. No. Um, wait, I was going to say to you, so your birthday, August 13th was what? Sunday? Was your birthday it on Sunday? It was a Sunday this that's year. Why. And I'm not really celebrating it until the 26th because <laughs> I, that's when I plan my birthday party. So to me, me, I was still celebrating June 15th. <laughs> I, yeah. As you should, because I didn't give you your present until August 6th. Still felt great. And you guys saw it live. Did a little unboxing live. It was amazing. Wait, so your birthday was unboxing. Sunday the 13th. I'm sorry, but Sundays shouldn't, it, it, they shouldn't, they shouldn't let birthdays happen on a Sunday. I'm so sorry to the, to the world, but I feel like that should just be like a rule, you know? Yeah. For Halloween too. You can't have Halloween on a Sunday. Yeah. And then I wake up Monday and I must have seen something on your social media or something. Maybe like I saw you like toast, like you had like a cocktail. You were like out celebrate. And I saw something and I was like, oh, my God, wait, it's 
is it her birthday today or did I miss it? And then I text you and I go, wait, it's your birthday today? Like not even happy birthday. I didn't even try. You know what I mean? You know, and a friend is like, happy birthday. And you're like, oh, thank you. It's like in four days, but so sweet of you to try. I didn't even try. I just go, is it your birthday? Here's like yesterday. My heart, when I tell you my heart fell to the floor. Anna. Right. I, this is a new (laughs) moment in our relationship. I was like, I'm officially the worst person ever. I, I can't believe it. No, there are multiple factors that went into this. First, I felt sneaky because I wasn't posting about it because we went to a, I had Nick's friend's wedding. wedding. So that took precedent, right? I had an LA job. I flew to LA. Then I went back to, to, to Chicago for the wedding. So I knew I was celebrating my birthday way later. And then Nick posted one thing about my birthday. So I reposted it. I'm not really doing the whole birthday reposting thing because I don't want people. It's too, it's too much. You know, it's too much. So. I was kind you of better fucking repost. About it. I spent time. I spent like a half hour trying to find those photos. <laughs> I was like, she better post this. No, um, <laughs> but and I did, and I did because I lo- I love a collage. You know, you it's know, us collage- with, a, with a good collage, good, right? It was a good collage. Yeah. So okay. I absolutely loved that. And the second thing is, you were going through so much personally and emotionally that I was. I did not even want to tell you. I didn't want to expect anything. True. I'm being so honest. So that's really what it was. And, and okay, this year, I'm I just- also a human okay and i can put things aside and celebrate your fucking birthday you know i was like oh my god like we need to go out we need to we need a date i know you have the 26th i don't know where in the world i will be on the 26th but we do need a a big wigs birthday party you know what i mean like for sure i am so down you know me tell me where to be and i will be there 15 minutes late but i tell me 30 minutes before it starts I'll, i'll be there early so yeah, no, we, uh, it was, it was fun. It was very much celebrated. Oh, producer Mike's on the 30th. Your birthday is the 30th? 30th. Yes, ma'am. Oh my God. Oh wow, my God. Listen to, him, listen to him chiming in. He's like, just so you guys know, uh, <laughs> just so you guys also know, does that make you a Leo? Are we in Leo season? I'm a Actually, Virgo. Actually, you're, you're a Virgo. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know what that means, but I just do. I knew, I know we're in Leo season. And can I tell you one thing that Dre, don't hang up. Okay. This is a lot. We are okay. recording the podcast, but we are. just so you know, um, tonight is a new moon. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. What is this no one s- called? I don't know that there's a name, but there's it's a new moon tonight, which means we got new energy, which means honestly, anything can happen. You know, it's like starting from zero. It's like New Year's Eve. It's it's like the the birth of a new life today because we got a new moon on our hands. So I just want you to know my entire life is uh, is relying on this new moon to bring me good energy this month. So so whether or not you poo poo it, I need this fucking good juju. Okay. It's been a bad I only poo-pooed the fact that you knew the distinction between blue and sturgeon moon. That was really I when I it. walked out. I, loved I was like, it. what the fuck is she talking about with the new yeah. moons? So, all right. I will I will acknowledge the new moon. I will. I'll give it a, a fair pass. That. But Thank you. Thank hopefully, you so much. If our birthdays are in whatever it means, like, does it mean if it's a new moon that now there's just a new cycle of everybody's birthday in Leo season. Does that have anything to do with the moons? Like what astrological sign it is and the moon? Yeah. I think everyone relates to it differently, but I think it's good for Leos. I think this is like your time to shine. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's great. It is the season now, you know, now you get like your fresh launch into the world. So just embrace it, love it, enjoy it. You know, what'd you do for the birthday though? Because you went out, you had, you had photos, you, you did something, right? We had, 
uh, Nick's uh, close grade school friend's wedding on Saturday night. So after the wedding, we just found this random club we went to. And that was fun because I just danced and had a good time. And I was like, it technically is my birthday, blah, blah, blah. And then the following day, the Smigs family, we uh, we made a yummy dinner together, had some lemon drop martinis. It was very fun. Of course, my mom was calling me like, I'm not with you on your birthday. You're with Nick's family. And I was like, it's okay. I'm going to see you guys. So the 26th, Wait for all the photos. All the birthday stuff will come the 26th because I'm doing a Island Barbie birthday in Ocean City, Maryland. So that's my I actually really birthday go. party. I, I really want to go. Really, if you could somehow finagle away and get your ass to Ocean City, Maryland, that'd be amazing. But it is kind of a long way for some people. And that's why I was like, no pressure. This is why I never celebrate my birthday in August because nobody even comes. So then I say, we'll celebrate it in September. And then I never, and then I never do anything. So... This year, I said, come if you can. If you can't, no problem. But 26. Okay, well, either Ocean way, City, we're going to have a birthday party. We're going to celebrate. We're going to go out. Um, yes, 100%. Whenever you're back on the East Coast right now, because right now you're in LA, right? Yeah, I'm in LA. Uh, I'll be back on Saturday, but TBD on like, my, my dates right now. Every every day is a, t- is a, is a mystery, honestly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> every day is a mystery. I know. And, and you know what? I'm really bad at time zones. Can I just say that? Are you guys bad at time zones? Like, like everybody's it's so confusing. I, you know, everyone like I'm, I'm scheduled. I'm, you know, you're in one place. I was on the East Coast and I was like, OK, we'll go. We'll meet at 11. We'll do this. And then I come here and I'm literally like my counting on my fingers. I'm like 11 to 12, 12 to 1, 1 to 2. Like, I don't I act like I'm like four years old and I don't know how what time zone I'm in. <laughs> Because it's insane. You've gone to multiple time zones every every other week, and you got to remember where you are. And then it's like three hours ahead or three hours behind. Yeah, gets confusing. Yeah, it's a little confusing. Yeah. I'm such a baby. Um, wait, there was something it I can wanted be to ask you. Your birthday, and now my brain is blank. Oh, I just wanted to say we went out after we recorded last week, and we had a wonderful dinner together. And I was like, oh my god, we could have made that like a whole birthday shebang, <gasps> and I didn't even think of it then. So we have to have another meal. That's it. Well, oh, damn. You know what I would love to do is go to the mermaid bar because they have that hot and spicy martini. Who told you about that? The mermaid oyster bar. Well, once I posted it, you go, Dre, that's my favorite drink. Hot and dirty, honey. Hot the and hot dirty. And dirty. That's a good big wig bite. I'm going to call this. Can we do a, sec- a segment right now? Can we do a little big wig bite? Let's do a big wig bite. I just remembered a really good meal I had. So, yes, I, I forgot it when we were doing prep. I've got one. Go ahead. We're taking those big, big bites. Okay, gorgeous. Um, I just love using the sound. You know what I mean? It just feels feels fancy. Wait, it I want to hear about your meal for for your big wing bites. Tell me, big your wing meal. bites. It just occurred in Chicago. We were uh, wanted to get brunch because we were stayed in the downtown for the wedding. So the next morning we woke up and went to go get brunch at this place called. Um, Oh, good. I just thought of mine while you were saying it. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. You. I was like, does she know these people? Keep going. I saw all the posts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Pizza Paradiso, which is uh, it looks very European. It's right on the Chicago River. Amazing views. It has those French doors that open out to the water. So it's just great. Um, We had a delicious charred pepperoni pizza with the delicious pepperonis that are just perfectly crunchy. It was so good. It's got the Mike's honey, if you want, on the side. We did a little bit of the hot jarred just as a topping, chef's kiss. Mm. And then I believe I got a blood orange, not lemoncello, but blood orange Aperol spritz. Fancy. It was very, very delish. And that's my big wig bite. 
What's it called again? Because you you gave them a nice shout out. And now I've now I'm <laughs> now I'm second all guessing if it was after all, all that. Like, hold on, <laughs> the pizza looks great. Sure, but because I have a question about this bite. Um, was it a yeah. Chicago pizza? Are you are you going against your religion of being in New York by eating Chicago pizza and raving about it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one Chicago slice, which was from. Uh, it was from Pizza Boy, which is in Edison Park in Chicago. That is a phenomenal Chicago slice. Like, actually one of the best slices I've ever had in my life. And then this other place on the water was just a thin crust. Got it. Got it. So it was like a, a, a higher end kind of pizza experience. Yes. Yes, I would say. I just can't believe that I can't remember what that other pizza place was, but I'll get you guys the name. So Anna, you go and I'll remember okay. this because I tagged them. My big wig bite. And honestly, uh, if you're in New York City, uh, also, I think a, a hack for those in New York City this summer is uh, I went to the city this past weekend just to have a little bit of a normal life. Because as you guys know, mm-hmm. I've been sleeping at my parents' house, which is lovely. But, you know, it's a it's a Murphy bed and uh, it's it, they live in a loft. So it's it's close quarters. You know what I mean? If you. If you fart, if you sneeze, if you tiptoe down the hall, I mean, everybody hears everything anyone does in this apartment. So it's it's hard to be there. Um, it's nice to be there. But it's, I'm like saying it as if my parents listen to this podcast. I don't think they've ever fucking listened to any podcast I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a Chris laugh. Ah, um, Sometimes I hear it's- it come out and I'm like, stop laughing like Chris Jenner. So, OK, Jared you identified this- it, though. Yeah. Yeah, we were in the city and we went to go see a show on Saturday night. We saw Kimberly Kimbo. We can talk Broadway after because we both saw Broadway. And, uh, you know, we were staying in the West Village. And so we were like, let's just go somewhere good in the West Village. We have to go early. And when you have to go early, especially in the summer in the city, people aren't in the city. You know, there's a lot of tourists visiting New York City in the summer. But New Yorkers aren't in the city as much. You know, they they leave the city. They flee. They go to the Hamptons. They go to the short, whatever. And... Um, so we went, we put our name in, in the two, two of the top Italian restaurants in the West Village, which are La Artusi and Via Carota. I think they're owned by the same company, actually, with E. Sodi. It's insane. Um, the three of them are the bomb, bomb, bomb. And, uh, and we got in to Via Carota, which I hadn't been, I'd been once mm-hmm. years and years ago. And it's just so good. And we sat outside, you know, under scaffolding, but that's romantic in New York City. And, <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it crazy that like you truly are, un- but they make it so pretty with vines. They really make lemonade out of lemons because if you're think- under full on scaffolding, they didn't have flowers. I don't know if there was a, I don't know. I, f- I felt like I was really just under scaffolding, but mm. we had one of the best meals I've had in so long. Can I just tell you, uh. like we had a really good melon and prosciutto. Like mm. it was just when it's good, you don't need anything else on it. You know, you don't need olive oil. You don't need the, uh, you know, balsamic or, or burrata or any of that shit. If it's if you have good melon and good prosciutto, that's all you need. So we had Delish. that and then we had like a an heirloom tomato and like cucumber and onion salad. And then we got Ooh. the grilled octopus, which I fucking love. Oh. A grilled octopus. Mm, Give just it a charred oh. girl. Just a just a charred octopus you know like a little little crunch on the tentacle but it's like meaty and yeah i'm like drooling talking about this and um Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. i know she likes what i like so i know that this is turning you on as well like your stomach is. is like wait what and then honestly i'm not when i go to an italian restaurant cacio e pepe is not my first 
to order. You know what I mean? It's if we're getting multiple pastas, yes, we throw in a cacio e pepe. But I'm a tomato like base or even like a clam, you know, pasta like first. Oh, okay. Okay. Um I usually pick a like a you know, a bolognese or a, a tomato based sauce. But we picked the cacio e pepe and it was the best cacio e pepe I've ever had in my life. I'm not even kidding. I liked it more than every place I fucking ate at in Rome. Shut what? I'm not kidding. The Via Carota Cacio Pepe, I will hands down put uh, as my number one thing I ate this past week. So that was that was my biggest wig bite. But wow, when it's done yeah. right, it's 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 perfection. Did it come in a white with the gold embroidered glass? Like what what was it? What was the presentation for this Cacio? Because I feel like that goes into it too. It was just in a bowl, a white bowl. It was very <laughs> basic, you know. A very basic bowl. I, I don't remember anything else. You know what? When the pasta's good, you don't need to try to make up with any of the accoutrement for the bowl. Yeah, you don't have to do that. We like licked it clean. We were like, wow. I was like, I was like, is there chicken broth? I couldn't tell you what was in it, but it was so fucking good. Um, that's huge. I can't that's wait. a huge big wig bite because I've uh, even as chuggy as this sounds, we're going. That that's easily where we're going. But yeah. the Italy. Caccio, I think, is very good. Even Italy. Like, I know how that can be just so consumerism. Chug, like you that's said it. True, yeah. <laughs> but to me, I really do think that that's a really good dish there. But, hey. I if, believe if, it. If it beats that, then that's, I'm, I'm, I'm going. We got to go. I don't know if we're we going to get a reservation go. until 2024, but we're going. No, we'll go. We'll go early. and pu- Literally early. Put your name in. Sit outside. Perfect. Easy. Um, there's another place I want to go. I want to go to Russ. I don't know how you say it. Russoli or Ruscioli. Um, but they're mm-hmm. in Italy. I think I've recommended it to everyone who's ever gone since I went like a year ago, but it's so fucking good in Italy. And they opened in New York, but they're only doing like a $100 Ooh. prefix menu in the basement right now while they're still like opening. And it's like a very she-she experience. And uh, mm-hmm. I really want to go there. So uh, maybe we'll have to do that. I, you know, I think we're going to have some big wig bites, at, you know, like s- some videos in our future. I- I'm sensing a theme here. You know, we could talk for f- it's 17 minutes in. I'm like, I'm like, I need fucking food. Are you kidding? I'm starving after this. I know. I was so, just thinking that I needed to go to the store. I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll cook tonight. You know what? Shit. <laughs> I'm meeting a really friend for cook. dinner tonight. I'm not cooking. Um, but anyway, be nice. we got to talk. That's, wait, so we got to talk a little Broadway. You saw Broadway yesterday. She's like, I know I don't see Broadway, but it was so good. And I was like, girl, you're in New York. See Broadway as much as you can. In my 29th year of life, I decided I'm going to just make the best of living in New York. And I really am going to try to do and see more shows, whether that means Broadway shows or if somebody's doing a comedy show. I know Michelle Collins is doing a show. Shout out at Joe's Pub. I was yes. like, you know what? Just book it. I want to do it. I want to be I want to. It inspires me because I really was feeling after my 29th year, I've just been feeling kind of eh with social. Like I just I'm like, eh, you know, sometimes that we. We get. I wouldn't know. You know, I'm only 26. (laughs) Anna, you'll get there eventually. I promise you. I just I was at not a standstill, but I sometimes I don't feel like my stuff is funny anymore or like the things that I used to enjoy. I'm not enjoying as much like making the videos. And then you know what? You go to see one show and your girl is back. Anna. I felt inspired. I was like, these people are stars. These people are creative. And I was like, you know what? We are too. Sometimes I just lose hope, you know? It I think we also, you know what's interesting when you say that? I'm like, I think we sometimes pigeonhole ourselves into doing one thing. And, and yeah. then you, if you see something that's out of your, you know, comfort zone or something like a play on Broadway or a musical or whatever, uh, even going to a concert and seeing someone up there on stage fucking doing their thing, you remember, you're like, oh my God, I can do 
I can do other things that I feel inspire me or I feel like, you know, I can do like a lot of people don't know I made soups and I cook and I'm like, no, that's like a huge part of me actually Mm -hmm. because they you know they're like you'll post something different or new or something right and you get this and your followers who love you through and through and they should stick by you no matter what you post they'll be like "Mm, (laughs) i like it post hilaria (laughs) okay fine but when's your next hilaria you know they'll they'll say shit like that i'm sure you get it they're like we want Teresa, and you're like i'm trying to do something different guys Yes. yes i don't know so Being, I think that's that we put ourselves in that category where we're just like, Ugh, I, I don't know if I they're not going to like it. I don't know. And then you to- like, no, no, totally, totally. And there's so many we, there are so many avenues in the in this creative world. You can do the stage and impressions, acting, commercials like there is so much to do. But sometimes I just I'm, I'm overwhelmed. And sometimes it feels like I have to prove myself on social that I'm actually uh, uh, working uh, you know, when you're doing a show. And we just see all these really successful people and they always seem like they're busy. And so anyways, I was ready to hang up my wig and go into like home restoration. I was about to do flipping houses because I love that type of stuff. And I was like, you know what? I'm done with the industry. And this was just a Honestly, crazy thought. I could see I could see you like decorating houses. Though. You're very you're very into like the aesthetic of a home. And because I'm so impressed. It. I'm like, I'm like, look at my empty, empty. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, look at my bare ass wall. Dre would not let this happen after living but- in a place for a year. You've got great style. Also, if you're if you're a nomad and you're bi-coastal, yeah, I don't expect you to have an architectural digest living room at all. Thanks. I just think not yet. Not yet, yet at least. Yeah. You'll have a designer. But yeah, I, I was ready to just quit acting and just, you know, decide to do something else. But anyways, I saw the show, <laughs> The Cottage on Broadway. I'm trying to bring it back because I'm I'm a space cadet. And it was Jason Alexander's directorial debut. You actually are familiar with the name. How did you find out about the show? Because I know all the shows and I know that <laughs> and what's his face? Um, Aaron McCormick is starring in it. And I was so excited because I, I'm a diehard Will and Grace fan. I wrote you my were final in college. Ra- about it. Will and Grace? Yeah, of course. And the impact on on the LGBTQ community and like culture. And I'm oh, sorry. Wow. I would love to read this. Uh, I don't know where it is, but yeah. Uh, no, I I love Eric McCormick. I love that whole cast is a really good cast. And if you know me, you know that when I go to New York City, I don't leave until I see a Broadway show. I see a show every time I'm in the city. Um, and I am also your girl. If you need any ways to figure out how to get cheap tickets, like literally used to see a show every like every week for cheap like when i was living in like a fucking six floor walk up like i just yeah. you know what i, I realized I, about new york is broadway is such an important part of new york as a whole and so if you're living in new york you got to take advantage because there's so much to say it's so crazy. much so much and i didn't realize i mean i did realize I, it's such an important part of my life to see theater like i'm yeah. still sad because we were supposed to be in london last week and we have show tickets that we just randomly rescheduled for a rando date in the fall which i'm Hoping probably gonna have get to reschedule again but um but i've been seeing all the shows that come to la too because i'm like oh my god that's a huge part of my life i didn't realize i i needed that so hard um and i finally got a little connection with the broadway people who schedule la and i got invited to a premiere of les mis and i was in the east coast and i was like oh my god here I am on the East Coast when I got invited to the Broadway premiere of the touring company of Les Mis in L.A. Anyway, I digress. Um, that would have been so special, though. Wait, so was but the show really funny? Because I want to see The Cottage. It, it was on my I list will, of like shows I would want to go. 100% go back with you. It was so, so funny. It, it was all set on one stage, and it was the inside of a cottage. It was so great. It was about extramarital affairs and super, super funny old English, and everybody was so funny and sexual like in terms of they just really used their 
it was just great. And it was just, it's so impressive how they all, it was so fast. The comedy was so quick. Their lines were like right on top of each other. It was definitely a farce. And now I, I like left and I took Nick with me and we were like, talk, we were like, oh my God. Oh, darling, I really just do love you so much. Like that's how we were talking the whole night because it's so fun to do. But my favorite, Laura Bell Bundy, who is legally blonde, played Elle Woods. I nearly flipped a shit when I saw her name. Um, she was absolutely incredible. She's great. So I love she her. was she's so talented. And I was just reading everybody's bio, Eric McCormick, and then uh, one of the uh, old cast members from SNL, Muffet Muffat. I never know how to say his last Alex name. Muffet. Aaron, Alex Muffet. Yes. Muffet. Yes. Muffet. He's funny. I, I like him. Don't know. Oh, Anna. He was so so great in it. And I went to their Instagram because I was posting a bunch of stuff and it wasn't paid at all. It was just a, a comp ticket. But I was so impressed and I was so go back with you. It was just. I, it inspired me to just like stage is so fun because like the audience was laughing at some things and not the others. And I was watching their Instagrams and and Laura was explaining how every show is different. And so true every because show. you never know. know who's going to laugh at what, who's what things are going to happen on stage. Like there's a small mess up, but somebody then does like an ad lib. And I miss doing what theater. a production. I think I miss yeah. it. I think I'm going to get into it more as I get older. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm going to come star totally. on Broadway as Roxy Hart one day when they're like, Yep. You, we have an opening. You want to come? And and because I played Roxy Hart, not to brag, but I did in high school. I mean, not in high school, in college. But um, I was <clears> going <throat> to say you, you left out that detail in your in your your show at Joe's Pub that I was Roxy Hart. No, I got good roles in college. I started I started doing good roles. Th- those were the camp roles. I, I talked about camp how ro- shitty all the roles I got at camp were in my show. It's so good. Um, Wait, I really, you, you just made me want to, you influenced me. I want to go see it. I really do. Um, I entered all the lotteries this weekend and I actually lucked out this past weekend. We got to see Kimberly Akimbo, which won best musical 2023. <gasps> um, so I was wow. so excited because, you know, I love seeing, you got to see the best musical. I think I've seen the best yeah. musical every year since like 1997. Like I really do my, my work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was fabulous. It was really great. And half of them won and it was super funny it was like funny even though it's a sad story i don't know if you know what the story yeah. is it's kind of like don't. it's kind of like did you ever see the movie jack with robin williams where he like gets he grows too old too fast like he's like a kid but he's like a, an adult body you know what i mean where he gets it's like i rever- never saw that movie jack it's a sad movie um well this is about a girl in new jersey who has this disease where she ages beyond like four times so fast, fast as right. the normal human. So she's like, looks like, you know, an 80, 80 year old person or whatever. And she's like in high school and it's so it's done so well. And it's the music. Janine Tesori did the music who also did the music for fun home, which won best musical a couple of years ago. And mm-hmm. it's just like a heartfelt, like nice. It, it's really good. I think you'd like it. I think it was like, I don't know. I liked it. I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know too much about it, which I always like going into a show blindly. And, yeah. uh, you know, I never listened to music beforehand when I see a musical. Um, I loved it. Kimberly Akimbo, you know, check out the lottery. Uh, that's one of my hacks. Go play the lottery. You get great seats for all the lottery tickets, too. Is the, Drop the name for the app if there is one, unless you already Today did. Ticks. I think Kimberly Akimbo's on Today Ticks. Basically, though, if you really want the tea... Go to playbill.com, which is 
the site and you can see a list of all the Broadway shows and you can see what are their like um, lottery rush policies. And each of them has like a different website that they're affiliated with. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they have Mm -hmm. like telecharge does lotteries. There's one called broadwaydirect.com does lotteries today. Ticks does lotteries. So each show it's kind of like, you know, you're associated with one place. They're not going to be on multiple ones. So if Kimberly Akimbo is on today, ticks, it's not going to be on telecharge. You know what I'm saying? So yes, Basically, you can go if there's a certain show you want to see and, you know, and also you can go to the box office like as soon as they open. A lot of those shows will have like, you know, um, they'll have what was I going to say? Oh, like policies where you go when it opens. They'll have like a line. I mean, back in the day, I used to wait online. I would go to Times Square every fucking week and wait outside the box (laughs) office because we didn't have apps. That was the old way. We didn't have apps. We just would go on our two feet and we'd show up and we'd say, hey, do you have a cheap ticket for a young girl like me? And um, yeah, it's crazy. And so I, I that's all I got to say. Check out check out the, the lottery policies. Um, I feel like this is a great time to take a quick break, right? I feel like I was <laughs> just going to say I need to go grab a glass of water. It Intermission. <laughs> back please take your seats the show is about to begin please take your seats um we're overwhelmed you guys it's episode 30 and let me tell you some weeks we're like wow there's really no news you know oh look a, a plane you know blew up in in, in the ocean like, I know. there's like and this week we had tons of pop culture news that were overwhelmed by it right wouldn't you say you're a little uh beaten down by the by the by all the entertainment beaten news. down they're they're developing stories too so every day there's new updates on these stories and it got yeah. to the raquel and the sand of all of it all have, has been developing over the past course months now it's like forever are we, are we tired of the story do you want to get into the to the bombshell interview that uh that bethany frankel did with with it's no longer raquel guys it's rachel okay so okay. hang up the raquel hats i'm gonna still call her raquel slash rachel because i feel like yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, but we got to give it's, them the tea. We got to give them the news because my friend Blair just shout out to Blair. She actually uh, said that she gets her entertainment news now from us on, on <laughs> big quakes. So I'm like, I love that. Well, Girl, wonderful. We, we're, we're behind because, you know, those I've been following a lot of these gossip uh, IG accounts and the way that they are on it all the time. I don't think they sleep. I It's like I want to post about it, but I also feel like I have no idea who knows what of what gossip. And also, I don't consider myself a IG celeb news account. But that is funny. If we're providing the news, we got to be on it then. We're on it. We're on it. So today we got to talk about this. So you brought up Raquel. I'm sorry. Are we going to call her Rachel of of Vanderpump? The Sandoval of it all. Um, She's back. She did an interview on Bethany Frankel's podcast. Um as her first, this is like her first interview this since is, the reunions, th- right? This is her first time speaking out. Yes, it is. And, and yeah, th- there, there's a lot to say. I, I don't know. Is there something specific you want to start with? Because there, there was a lot. It, interesting. It is an interesting I choice, I will say. I thought that Bethany's people had reached out to Rachel. No, no, no. It was the other way around. Rachel actually reached out to Bethany and was like, you know what? I've been watching your TikToks. Who hasn't been watching Bethany? <laughs> Jesus, Mary and jo- who I'm has not to believe Bethany's TikToks? I was going to say, I'm starting to believe Bethany is a robot. And yeah, and uh, I don't think 
like or she has a body double that like makes half of these videos because it's literally every day. It's every day. It's, in, day. it's in the car. It's in airplanes. It's on her. It's in her beauty room. I'm like, where the f- oh, I, I, I don't, I don't take my phone out at, at times when I really want to because I'm in a restaurant or I'm in a car and I, the Uber driver. I'm like, I don't want to disturb these people. Bethany don't give a, no. a rat's ass where she is, who she's going to disrupt. She's like, I'm out here and I need to tell you guys the freaking like, oh, my God. Like, she's always has to announce whatever is happening. It's crazy. But apparently Rachel has been watching her TikToks, fully respects Bethany. She thinks that she is a force to be reckoned with. And so she wanted Bethany to be the place where she tells her story, which I just thought was insane, considering Bethany has never really watched VPR. And and she said that, too. Even she she yeah. said that on the podcast. I've never watched. Here's what I gather from what I've seen posted on social media or like yeah. clips of you. Um, that's where I thought it got a little hazy. That's where I thought this was not choreographed so well. Like, mm-hmm. I I like Bethany. I think, you know, she's entertaining. I think she's funny. I think she does have a knowledge of being a reality TV star, you know, like who then mm-hmm. turned her fame into a real business. But I felt like this drama with Sandoval, especially having not watched it, it's like, it, how did either party, either team think this would be like the ultimate way to, to showcase Rachel coming out since you know this all this happened because it was a it was very it was dramatic right I, I don't even know I don't know I find I, it calculating once I realized that Bethany started asking questions about exploitation and now Bethany is doing well, she's, the fight she's against fighting for yes. the reality TV I was like you know what this is actually the perfect person for her to interview right now because she can totally drive the conversation towards that so I thought it was actually very smart it's a PR on both move. ends. It's a it, PR move. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But I did also, here's, here's where I think it, it's, it took a turn for me at least because Bethany didn't yeah. watch it. And that's fine. Right. I didn't, I didn't watch, uh, Vanderpump rules, but I watched the reunions cause I was curious cause everyone's talking about Sandoval, Sandoval, you yep. know, I think to Bethany who didn't watch it, like the, the way she was talking to Raquel, Rachel, I don't even know. It's almost like we, she is now the victim. We feel bad for her because she's pretty and she cries and she looks like a little, you know, pretty little Bambi. That's what they call her, right? They call her like Bambi. I mm-hmm. like she's a pretty girl who, you know, and when you see a pretty girl crying, I guess you're going to feel bad for them, of course. But I felt like, you know, I don't know. She, she kind of made it seem like, okay, so you cheated. Like, why are we making this such a big deal? Like, as if cheating is okay. Like, almost like apologetic in a way. It was, it was a little weird because I do feel like, you know, these reality shows, they, they want that, right? They want that. Yeah. I don't think she was, I don't believe she was forced to cheat, like forced to hook up with Tom Sandoval by producers or anything. I think that was a natural thing that for sure happened. But I also feel like so much of it, we don't know that like, the audience influences like how intense this should be because we don't know what when they turn the cameras off and they go home at the end of the day are they even like do they even text each other like we literally we have no idea what happens and i think that's with any fucking reality show and so i think it was like a little i don't know i think bethany steered it almost in a way where as yeah. she probably was was you know had to do if they reached out to her now that you said that i'm like oh well this now this makes more sense i don't know if i'm making sense here but no you totally are it is such a different viewpoint that we get to see versus what actually goes down and that was another bombshell that she revealed rachel she said that she really isn't close with ariana 
Ariana and her were acquaintances on the show. And then when they go home, she doesn't text her like she's her best friend. So what she did was wrong. Cheating, being the mistress, basically, of right. Tom. In between them, yeah. But she was honest and said, look, I'm not actually not really close with Ariana. So like, I didn't feel like I was hurting my best friend. Um, and another interesting thing she said was the producers before the season started told me that however big of a stink you make on this season, the more we pay you. So she thought, okay, I'm single for the first time. I'm going to do something really, really big. I, she probably didn't have that in her mind. Like, oh, I'm going to like break up the longest running relationship on the show. That probably wasn't in her mind. But I think that she was pushed by the producers to do something mm-hmm. big. And so she did. And I think she was just totally ripped a new one because the producers at the end of the day don't give a shit about these yeah. people. They want good TV and that is their job. So they did a good job at that. Which but does tie into the whole Bethany thing, because if there was Definitely. a union, if you were protected by a certain, you know, there are minimums that SAG will pay you for like a day rate or for this or that. If you're yeah. if you know what you're making on it, you might not necessarily make. But then again, then you might not make those kinds of crazy moves. And that's what reality TV wants, you know, like exactly Vanderpump Rules is thri- that is a household name this year because I mean, it is to a lot of people, but like to, to those yeah. who don't even watch reality TV now, they know because of Sandoval. You could say Sandoval mm-hmm. and someone, maybe my dad and everybody might would, have an yeah. idea. They won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It is one of those buzzwords. Like it, it became a buzzword of 2023, like for sure. Um, but another key word that she mentioned was X. Ex- I didn't actually listen to the podcast. So I'll say that I've just been li- looking at all these IG accounts that are doing recaps. <sighs> Kudos to I've them. I've seen clips like, of it. I don't know crazy. I've seen clips of it. Bethany cried. I've seen clips. That was, and I'm like, th- did you think that was kind of crazy? Because I was like, what the? F- she's being, she's getting emotional about a show that she's never seen. But I think maybe she was crying for Ariana's standpoint, just about being exploited by the reality TV industry. Was I it think that? she also, I think if you don't watch this show and you see on paper, hand, she was handing, I mean, she was handed a, a printout of the, the lines yeah. that they all, the, you know, the mean things they yes. all said to, Rachel Raquel on the show. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but once I go Ilaria, it's like I can't go back Raquel. Like, why would I go back to Rachel? Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, but seriously, when you read those things out of context, yeah, they sound terrible. They're so mean. Horrendous. They were very harsh on the show. But I also yeah. think like and I do think that part of this is like, I'm sorry to say it, and it sucks ass, but she's a woman, you know? Tom Sandoval is a guy. He can get away with this kind of shit and like move on with his fucking life. Like women get beat up even harder when they do. God forbid you do something wrong and you're not the good person and you didn't like clean up this mess. And you're like, you know, I'm not like apologizing for her because she did sleep with her friend's boyfriend. Close or not, it's wrong. It's not right. But it's like. I don't know. I think she got a lot more heat for it than him. Now, isn't he like still on the show? I I don't watch, but I know that he like is out and about and doing concerts and whatever. And like, whatever he does at his concerts. Yeah. She's been MIA at like treatment center or something. Right. Like she's been like, yeah. And it's, it's sad, but also I, I hate to say this, but also you signed up for the reality TV life. You know what I mean? And I think like, yep. So at first I was like, oh, okay, Bethany, that makes sense. Like Bethany's a reality star. Like why wouldn't she interview another reality star? But then I don't, when you found out like Bethany didn't necessarily like know all the ins and outs of this whole situation, I was like, uh oh. Yeah. This isn't gonna, this isn't gonna look good, you know? <laughs> it's mm-hmm. not gonna pay off. I yeah. don't know. Do but I, I definitely care? No. <laughs> what care about the, the end result of this whole thing like i'm so over 
I was so excited when that whole thing ended, when they were like, here's the 16th reunion of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, I was like, it's finally. insane. Yeah. I'm over it. Who the f- I don't need it anymore. Right. So I was like, oh, here we go. We got another interview. We're going to bring back this whole story. Like, is anything, you know, I think like time heals some wounds, maybe. So I guess like yeah. she was able to speak more candid about like the off camera thing, like you were saying, but mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. I don't. I'm over it. Look, over they it. they need to move on from this whole thing and hopefully they all get some sort of brand out of this and they're able to just monetarily benefit because right now it, it, they're just stuck in this like drama <laughs> and I'm like, get over it. The only other person I think that just like deserves to get some more hate, honestly, is, is Sandoval because he's yeah. just... He's the one that just kind of got away with it. And he like never really feels like he dealt with any of the problems. He was just like, well, back to my concerts. Yeah, right? Like, And then that was, was like- it. And someone also pointed out, didn't he go on Howie Mandel's podcast um, who also didn't watch the show, but he was like, oh, right. a good platform. Like, it, right. it's so funny. Like, I don't know how everyone's like, oh, here, here, you know, c- come on here. Here's your tell all moment. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Rachel did say she didn't really make any money from this whole scandal, but um, I think she will eventually. She's she's going to either do a tell all book like she's got to turn it around in something. So put all of her energy towards a project. Um, I hope. Well, no, I won't say that because I, I don't want it to sound mean. Um, whatever project she puts her time and thought into, I hope that she gets some sort of money out of it because like Jesus, she's gone through the mud and I know what she did was wrong, but not that to that level degree she's still like, a human at the end of the yeah. day but it's also like girl you fucked up like i think if you stay honestly i truly think the better move would be just stay out of the light for a little while yeah give and some time live your life and come back d- come back with something new like you're saying come back uh, drop something new don't come back into this whole drama again like relive it again for everyone and like bring it out on a podcast i don't know i think yeah. d- Right. It's like we saw all these talks already. <laughs> like, I, don't know. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. It feels that if it truly feels that way. So I'm going <gasps> to go back and watch a couple clips because I feel like the only thing I've seen was like the articles. So I want I need to watch for myself and have like my okay. own thoughts about it. But I need to watch um, it, too. Maybe we that's our homework, guys. Before yeah. next week, we will watch it before the podcast next week because this all happened this morning. And I was like, wait, what? And, and all the comments. So it's so yeah. funny because there's Bethany's getting some hate for it. You know what I mean? Like oh, as, she probably anticipated this and I think she has thick skin, but it's like, yeah, people are like, hang it up, Bethany. I'm like, Jesus. Aside from that, though, I will give Bethany props. She's also doing the be strong. She's raising hundreds of thousands of dollars for Hawaii. For Maui. Yeah. Yeah. Which is incredible. And she I mean, hopefully all the proceeds are really, truly going to that because she's listing everything that they're going to. Um, Aside from that. What else? She's also working on the uh, the strike against for yeah. the reality TV. Sh- you know, more rights for reality TV stars. So Woman wears you know, a lot like, of hats. She's got a lot of hats. Sh- and she's also shopping at TJ Maxx and buying fake Manolos. Like, <laughs> fake. what the f- what the? And she's also sitting and eating f- crabs in-, in a hotel room. Like, and she's woman- also at CVS trying on <laughs> lip gloss. Okay, she's everywhere. <laughs> I swear to God, this woman she's is not, not real. Like- She's not real. She's on the, like some other drug like that we don't even know about. It's like above Ozempic. That's like an Adderall wait, this, Ozempic like. Maybe this. Wait, I just thought of a great idea. I can't say it on air because we're going to shoot this idea and Dre is going to love it. I I just thought of the best video for us to do. Anyway, you guys stay tuned for that. But <laughs> oh, shit. I'm not going to tell it on here because I like it too much in my head right now. Um, yeah. OK, wait, I, I wanted to say while we're on the subject of of. um of a tell all <laughs> essentially 
Yeah. Hello, we got to talk about this whole blindside drama just a little bit, okay? Because we were talking mm-hmm. about it earlier, and it's 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 shitty, you know, this movie and this story that we were all like so you know entertained by and like we were like oh my god what a sweet story we love this you know and then sandra bullock america's you know hero to me wins the oscar for the blind side and now the guy who it's based off of michael how do you say his last name again i'm, I'm michael, michael or michael or michael or is coming out and saying that this was all bullshit that he was actually not adopted they put him under a conservatorship which we can all understand now because of the britney spears story that mm-hmm. these people took him in, put him under conservatorship, blew up his story, right? Made him, made this an Oscar movie, which is his life rights, honestly. And like, you know, yeah. and when he was younger, like, did he have a say in any of this? Like, imagine being a young teenager and that I came up to you and I'm like, Dre, hey, I love your story. Uh, you know what? You want to make, what if we made a movie about you? And you would be like, cool. Like, like any teenager yeah. would. No, I know. And I think the movie came way later than actually all of it really went down. Like they took him yeah. in for a really long time. They helped him get into the school, helped him get into the football program, get up his grades. So it's, we. I, at least I, I want to believe that because that's what the movie portrayed this yeah. all of this as. But now all these allegations are coming out on both sides. Like what sto- what side are you siding with right now? I side with him. Honestly, I side with him. I feel like, I don't know. I just think like, why would he... Why would he make this up now? Like, I think the timing of it all makes me really just, I, I believe him. You know what I mean? Like, cause I think these parents, it is true. I mean, hope, like you're saying, hopefully this all happened when he was at a certain age, but yeah. also like the fact that they like turned their story into the, I don't know. I didn't, it, something feels icky about the parents side of this. What do you think? Yeah. When I first read this, I immediately sided with Michael because I've seen the story. I feel like I know the story. I feel like everybody knows the story from the movie. And you wanted to love the parents. But then as these allegations are coming out, he just found out in the beginning of this year that he wasn't actually adopted by the Tuies. He was served conservatorship papers. And he was never really fully legally a part of this family, which is what he thought for all these years of his life. So when I heard that, I immediately was like, oh my God, like that's heart wrenching. He went yeah. from homelessness to think he was a part of a family to now not being a part of this family. The two E's are saying, no, no, no. First of all, we did the conservatorship in order for Michael to be able to be let into this college because he needed, I guess, legal guardians to right. allow him to be enrolled. So they're also protecting their side. And, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting for this to unfold more. He's also got a new book coming out. So people are aligning it with the PR and the, yeah. he wants, you know, some buzz about the book, but which I'm okay with, you know, cause if you were like, yeah. Oh look, the guy from the blind side wrote a book. We'd be like, Oh, yeah. that's cool. That's cool. You know, but if it's juicy right. like this and it has all this information, like, yeah, of course this needs to come out now. I'm okay with that. If they, yeah. if he was exploited to have this whole, you know, like dramatic movie written and made about him, then like, then like, yeah, fucking bring him down and, and sell your book. I don't know. Um, again, like you're saying, I don't know enough details to have, to truly have a, a side, but I, I really do mm-hmm. want to side with him because I feel like he is an adult. And he can look back on his life now and see how successful that was. And what did he get out of it? Probably not much. Mm -hmm. You know, I I read something that his dad like cut him a couple checks after the film or whatever. And you're just like, 
that's weird. That's so weird when business becomes family. You know what I mean? I would know, mm-hmm. obviously, as a momager, but it's it's shady. <laughs> it, it sounds like it yeah. was a shady story, and he's finally seeing it clearly, and he's like, hold on, guys. <laughs> you told me you yeah. adopted me. Actually, you control you any any didn't. income that like comes my way or, you know... Any like the show, the movie that we obviously they had to be producers on the film or like sell the story to producers, you know? Yeah. It's all very interesting. I did look up his net worth because I actually in my mind when I heard conservatorship, I was like, oh, my God, he's like Britney Spears. He doesn't have any money like the two E's have all the money. No, he does have a net worth well into the millions of dollars. Well, those are like anywhere from like they said I have a million dollars and I don't even have uh, an Uber today. You know what I mean? Like they. And Those I'm currently taking public transportation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm currently licking the floor for crumbs. But <laughs> no, it's true. Um, but I I do believe he, he was in the NFL. Like he's got to have some money like from his yeah. own career. I had thought that because the conservatorship was supposed to end at 25 and it's still got ongoing it. that I thought they were still some part of his financial dealings. But I realized, no, like he is able to control his money that he has now and but what I'm really wondering, I've heard I've heard stories that he's no longer like talking to the family. Like he doesn't go to like Thanksgiving with them every year. Like they're not actually a close knit family anymore as like the movie portrayed. So oh, I just this hope could they, have I, all come out earlier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this could have all yeah. happened within the family like years ago. But like you yeah. said, his book is coming out. So let's let's blow it up a little like someone's someone's choreographing this to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't yeah. I don't know the answer. Our producer, Mike, you know how we always fumble through sports news? I was wondering if Mike has any input because I feel like you might have some good some good nuggets that we're not adding here. Uh, I mean, I think that overall the story is interesting. I don't know how you guys feel, but anytime I did not like the Blindside movie and part of it was because anytime I watched it, I was like, there's no way this is how this happened. Yeah. And yeah. Now it kind of seems like that's the, the truth. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I don't know how much money he made in the NFL, to be honest. Uh, he was not in the NFL for very long. He had kind of like a standard. Usually in the NFL, you get when you're a rookie, you get like a five year contract. And then on the mm-hmm. fifth year, basically, that is when if you're good, you kind of go to the to free agency and you make your money. Mm-hmm. And I think he got cut by the uh the team that he got drafted by which i I believe was baltimore and Uh um he had some injury problems i don't think he i have a feeling he didn't make a ton of money in the nfl but regardless even if he was trying to sell a book i just think that like putting yourself in the shoes of this guy who now forever will be remembered as the blindside guy um (laughs) and not making money off the blindside yeah right Especially if you feel like the depiction of the movie is like completely false to what actually happened. Like your legacy now is like you're this person in this position where like, you know, the criticism of that movie in the first place was kind of like a white savior sort of thing. And it didn't even happen like that. And you're not making money off of it. Like you're just kind of I would want the story set straight if it was me. You know, yeah. so it doesn't really matter when he comes out with it. And like, if he's trying to make money off the book, whatever, it's like at some point that story is going to come out. And it's like, what difference does it make if it comes out now or if it came out then? 
It's kind of mm-hmm. surprising that it didn't come out then, but it's like, you know, if the story if a story about you was made into a movie and it wasn't true, wouldn't you be pissed? Yeah, totally. Absolutely. You know, although people are saying people are coming for Sandra Bullock right now. Right. All the I read a lot of <laughs> well, people like, today who are like, where's Sandra? Give back the Oscar <laughs> if the story isn't true, which I think is bullshit. She deserves yeah, her Oscar. Yeah. She's Sandra fucking Bullock. She obviously had if she had nothing to do with that. She had no, no idea, yeah, I'm sure. For sure. Regardless of the movie and how closely aligned it was with the actual story, Sandra still acted. She just still deserves the Oscar because she yeah. still played a character. So I think that's two separate conversations, right? Absolutely. And she's grieving right now. That's why she's not speaking out. Like, this is like, I know. like she, this isn't, she has bigger fish to fry, as they say. She shouldn't have to make a statement. It's like she was handed a script. It sounded like everybody that was involved at the time were yeah. like, this is how it happened. And this is yeah. good with us. So it's like, why would you have to make a comment on something that really had pretty much nothing to do with you in terms of concept? Ten years or however many years it's been after the fact. I mean. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Anywho, thanks so much. One, Bye, thank you, thank you, producer Mike. Birthday <laughs> August thirtieth. Don't forget. <laughs> Don't forget, guys. Don't forget Virgo. Virgo and Mike. I, I will gonna. I was gonna say somebody commented because I made a post about uh, the Blind Side, and they go, you know the the main problem that I have about this movie, not me, but the person was like that they casted Tim McGraw for Mister Tui. <laughs> it's an abomination. He looks nothing like the father. Oh my god! And I, oh, I thought that was hilarious. My god, I love that. That's their issue. I'm like, they're bigger issues, dude. <laughs> that's your fucking issue. Okay. Yeah. It was um, a funny. It was a funny take because, uh, you know, Hollywood always you got you got to glitz and glam up the characters. Obviously, absolutely. absolutely. Wait, speaking of, this yeah. is a wonderful transition into into a hot takes moment that I wanted to do today. Hot take. Hot take. You may not agree, but you best believe it's my hot take. Because if there, we've heard about this, and now the photos, I don't know if a trailer came out, but the photos, at least, the still photos have come out. Has a trailer come out for the Leonard Bernstein movie? Um, a famous composer, famous, you know, writer, and, and uh, Bradley Cooper is, is making this movie, and he's also starring in it, which I believe he did for, um, what's it called, with Lady Gaga, Um a star is born, right? He he was also. I just want to take another look at you. Yeah, a star is born. Did did he? <laughs> I can do that whole solo. By the way, I did, I sang it on the way to the airport the other day. <laughs> you didn't know where I was going. <gasps> what the fuck? Wait, you sang that on the way to the airport in your Uber? No, in my car. I drove my mom's car to get myself to the airport yesterday because Jared had to do work in the car and he came with me. Anyway, uh, it was it was beautiful. It was pouring rain actually all through New Jersey, and I'm singing. Oh. I'm off the day back. Um, <laughs> I, it was cathartic. Um, okay, so anyway, the photos have come out of Bradley Cooper playing Leonard Bernstein, and what do you know? Famous Jew, and they gave him a Jew face nose, and I, as a Jewish person, I hate this. I hate this. You don't have to do it. You know what I mean? Did they give anybody in the blind side? Did they give Sandra Bullock a new face to play that mom? No. I think prosthetics are okay to a degree. Like, I think, like, like I'll say this. In the Elvis movie, okay? I'll say this. He looked crazy. <laughs> But it, it was it was a 
did kind of have those cheeks. Yeah, he got he gained the weight at the end of his life, unfortunately. And so they made Elvis, you know, they made um, Austin Butler like look like Elvis. But I think when it is a choice that you're making to show someone's ethnicity or, you know, their their Judaism, I will just say in this case, you don't need to put a nose on Bradley Cooper. Honestly, he's not Jewish, so already it's a little weird that he's playing this character if if that is, I think, a part of the storyline. However, I think he would get a pass because he's Bradley Cooper. He's producing the movie. I think he'd get a pass mm-hmm. for playing it if he does it well. But but the fact that they put the fucking nose on. Um, um, listen to me going off. How do you feel about this? How do you feel about this is my question. The nose bothered you. I did not hear about the story. And I think it's an interesting story to discuss because, yeah, we've seen a lot of uh, cultural appropriation. You know, somebody if, if the storyline is about somebody who is a certain from a certain cultural background, they should just hire that that type of, you know, in 2023. Yes. In, in 2023, we've come this far. Yeah. Let's not type cat. Let's not hire somebody who's clearly not from that background when there's a million available people willing to do that role. So yeah, I, uh, looking at the side by sides, I definitely don't think the nose was necessary. Okay. He did not really have that type of nose. So it's, yeah, it's kind of causing a little bit of, of an issue. Um, it, who it did just, you, like, you mentioned somebody it, that would have been perfect for the role. Oh, I said Adrian Brody, but I, th- I think it just, I don't think, I think Bradley Cooper can play it. That's, that's my issue is I, I don't think this means like only Mexican people can play Mexican roles. Only Jewish people right. can play Jewish roles. I don't think that. I think if you're an actor, you're versatile and you can do different things. I think that's we've come to this point place where we're, we're living in a very sensitive world right now. And I think if your storyline and culture Culturally, if this if this movie is about, you know, your background in that way, it, it does yeah. feel like it doesn't feel right. Like for me, that movie, um, what was the Steven Spielberg movie that came out last year? You know, that that was in the Oscars about his life, like as a kid and Michelle Williams played the mom. Um I feel like we even talked about that. The Fablemans. Thank you so much. The Fablemans. Like I felt mm-hmm. icky watching the Fablemans because I thought Michelle Williams, even though here's the thing, she can do it. Steven Spielberg cast her. He he, he put her in that role. It mm-hmm. felt like she was playing a caricature of a Jewish mother. Like it felt like a fake Jewish. Mo- it was like Jewish mother on speed. Like it was too much. And I thought it was not realistic. And and I think part of that is you didn't grow up with a Jewish mother or you didn't necessarily. That wasn't like your upbringing. You know what I mean? And like you would say the same thing if you saw her playing someone right of like in your dad's mm-hmm. family. Like you would be like, yeah, eh, you know, you can tell you can tell it's not you very can accurate. Tell. So right. I don't know. The nose, though, I think is just like. <laughs> It's just it just makes it, it it turns it into a bigger conversation than it even needed to be. Mm-hmm. I think so, too. Did you do we want to do some hot takes on on our characters, what they would feel about this? Because I do. They got some hot takes. I do. I do. Um, who should we do? Who, who do you want me to do? You have got to do. Well, before we even started, it would have been great as as Joan Rivers. But no, I'm, I'm taking that back because I always ask you to do Joan Rivers. Um, she's a good one, honey. She's a good one. <laughs> oh my God. I have to tell you something on the podcast. Wait, after we do the hot takes, I have to tell you, I have to tell you something. It's a big wig moment that happened to me this week. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Okay. But I, you know what? I, it's cause I'm always thinking Joan Rivers is so good at, at doing like comments on looks, but we need to hear from SAG after president. We need to Hi. hear from the nanny herself. Yes. It's Miss Fran, Miss Fran, Miss Fran. I'm sorry, Miss Fran. 
It's me, Fran Drescher, your national president. <laughs> you know, it's been busy out here on the on the picket lines, and you know, I don't really have time for any of this kind of drama. I but, know that's what I was gonna say. I mean, you're just taking it day by day with this with the strikes. Day, so day by day, yeah, we're out here in the strike. You know, it's really nice. Everybody's been showing up to the lines, and it's been great. And the AMPTP can suck my big dick but absolutely you stick it to them fran that's how i feel until we come to an agreement i'm gonna tell them that they can just sunk it um but you know we'll see you know they're talking to the writers they're talking to the wga so we'll see if sag can follow suit but uh but yeah i saw these photos of bradley cooper and i thought absolutely not i mean you know leonard bernstein is a legend and he's a great he's a good looking man why do we stick these big prosthetic nose on Bradley Cooper, who's also a good-looking man? But, you know, you can change his hair color. Right. But I think the nose is a little over the top. And I like over the top, usually. Okay? I don't do know you, if you saw. <laughs> you usually do. Yes. I love, yeah. I'm fra- Have you ever seen the nanny? <laughs> over the top, doll. Oh, I said doll. Over the top. I just don't think it's necessary for him to have the nose. I was going to say, we, we've seen a lot of prosthetics recently, especially movies like The Whale. Did you think that those prosthetics were necessary? The Whale. Well, kind of says it in the title. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it was the story of a bigger man. I'll say this about The Whale. If he, you know, if he was a heavier set guy, like, you know, if if we got a real actor who's heavier set, he might not have been able to handle the shoot. And that's something we're actually working on with the SAG-AFTRA, um, you know, policies and, and what yes. we're working on with the AMPTP, you know, is, is health insurance. So I guess if we got a real guy who was that size, you know, it might have been dangerous. And with we don't have those kinds of clauses ready to go. <laughs> So we'll see. We don't. And and that was beautifully put. You you connected it right back to the SAG after strikes, which I really appreciated, Fran. Thank so, you. Yeah, we're um, supporting. Thank you. Make sh- you can order a T-shirt now online. It all goes to the Actors Fund. Very good. We can get those T-shirts. I, I actually, I still need to get my T-shirt. So that's great. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my God. Amazing, Any Jew. Fran. Any Jew. Jew will say, why'd you give him the nose? Who gives? Who needs a nose? Why do we give him the nose? You know what, though? What I do love about the Jews is we have two things we can joke with you guys about. Money and the nose. But, I, but I'll, I'd rather but joke about can't. the money. But, but, you, can't. but you can't. <laughs> Those are the two things I'd say they don't want to joke about. <laughs> yeah, they don't. But you guys can at least say that you're good with money. Like, it's not really a joke. We're actually giving you kudos for being, um, you know, for being uh, good with the money. Your 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 savers, your, your penny pinches. I don't know. I don't know if I'm 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 not representing us well then. Wait, I saw an improv show and literally they had to do like some sort of like the fact that I even said I saw an improv show but they literally had to do some sort of exercise where it was like charades almost and Okay. Barbara Streisand was the like person they were trying to like get the other person to guess and the guy literally walked out and went like this. The first thing he did was nose. What? And that felt wrong. That felt so I was like, are you fucking kidding me? That's that's like some people's only image of Jew. So I think that's why Jew, Jewish people. Yes. Can we joke about a nose? Do I want a nose job in my life? Absolutely. I'm going to I'm going to fix everything. But I think that like other people then think it's OK. And you're like, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 no. 
That's a disaster. That's also <laughs> the last thing I would think about Barbara with 100%. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. So that's that's crazy. Wait, I want a um, hot take from you. I wanted to hear Kristen. Do you want well, to do a hot take on something else? No, no, no. I just really was, I was trying to save time because I, I thought we had to talk about like, you know, one other thing. I, I really wanted to get into Roni and just mention one thing about Tribeca because I thought it was the funniest thing. So, so I was trying to do us do us time and to save to save the okay. time. Um, we caught up with Roni real quick and uh, <laughs> we thought it was both hilarious. The Tribeca comment that Jessel made to Aaron and to we me, need to Jessel. Yeah. Yeah. We Say need to comment how what she said. She said that, oh my God, you know, like a lot of my friends are moving to Tribeca. Um, it's just like such an up and coming neighborhood. And Aaron's like, <laughs> Tribeca's not up, up and coming. Like it's there. It's, it's, it's like been the there. It's always, <laughs> yeah. Cool neighborhood. Right. And then I did love how Aaron was like, I mean, it's like one of the most expensive areas to live. I'm not saying that because I live here. I'm just saying that because it is like it's it's yeah. fully established, um, which I thought was an interesting take on Tribeca because I know a couple of people that live there and they're like, yeah, it's it's a little bit of an um, what kind of crowd would you say that Tribeca is? It's definitely not up and coming by any means. No, I think it's it's rich, young, uh, hip um, people who don't need like to flash their money necessarily like i think it's like a little yeah. more t- tasteful yes movie stars yeah celebrities stars. absolutely um but i thought that was so funny i was like is jessel like in like a, a new intern in new york city like also where does she live because that's what i didn't know where does she live where she's judging tribeca as an up-and-coming area does she live uptown because i'll say honey <laughs> <laughs> honey no no i thought she lived in um yeah, her apartment looks massive, by the way. Hold on, let me look up where Jessel lives because it's very she interesting bothers that she would me. say about that about Tribeca. Yeah, I know. I know. She bothers me too. But then I listened to somebody's podcast, shout out Samantha Bush, and she said that Jessel is so clueless that it makes it enjoyable to watch. Clueless is a good word. Yes. She really but like is. In, a, in a fun way. Yeah. But also, because the best was that whole meeting. I don't know if you guys watched the episode, but they meet at a coffee shop, right? Where Jessel says this. And Jessel called the meeting, right? She wanted the mm-hmm. meeting to happen. And so, and then she goes on her, her like, um, you know, her talking head or whatever. And she was like, I just wanted us to like catch up and become friends and like hang out. And, and it was like, no, you didn't. You wanted to like tell Aaron, like, what the fuck? Why did you, why did you question if I work or not? Like it was yeah. like such a, it was like an interrogation almost. I don't know. It was weird. Also, can I say the funniest part of that scene that no one's talking about on any of the like blogs or, or Instagrams that I follow? Yes. When she dealt with the server, I don't know if you remember this, when she was like, so the, she's there first, Jessel's there first and she orders her coffee. Do you remember this? And she's like, um, can I have an Americano? <laughs> She goes, can I have an Americano with an extra shot? And then can I have, um, do you have oat milk or what is it? Oat milk on the side, uh, with oat milk. And then she doesn't trust that the server, it's very obvious. Okay. And, and mm-hmm. I, I worked in restaurants and rich people will do this. She doesn't, I'll even do this. I'm not rich, but I'll do this uh, when I don't trust that they got my order right. When they bring it over, she like repeats the order. She was like, they'll bring they brought the coffee over and Aaron's there and hasn't ordered yet <laughs> and the server's like here you go and she's like yes this is an americano with an extra shot and oat milk and she, she like, has to mix- check it herself with she has to like double check like that's what this okay let me just repeat my order so <laughs> So you know and I know that that's what this is. Yeah, and the server's standing there just straight up like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, am I on TV? Mm-hmm. Like, like, oh, what the fuck? 
Mind you, this order is not a chemistry equation. It's a simple Americano <laughs> with different milk. Like she was like, this is my own little special cocktail. Yes. No, it ain't. It's an Americano with oat milk. What? But I do I do love her just like little playful like da da da. I don't know what's going on. Um it's funny. It's funny to me. Uh by the I way, love she lives Tribeca, in Chelsea. by the way. She lives, she in, lives in, Chelsea. in Chelsea. I'm sorry. She lives in Chelsea. And you're ripping on Tribeca? Uh-uh, girl. Tribeca is a glow up from Chelsea, in my opinion, in terms of real estate. I think so too, which I think Aaron was kind of getting at. But I also think that Jessel just doesn't sometimes know really what the appropriate thing to say is. So she yeah. won't really she'll just say whatever and not mean it in by any means a uh, offending manner. She's just trying to start a conversation, but she doesn't know how to. So she's like, oh, yeah, Tribeca, this is really like up and coming. Like, it's cool. And yeah. Aaron's like, no, bitch, it ain't. Because <laughs> also with the memorial with when she was like, how is your memorial? And yeah, that Aaron's was th- like that. Oh, it was oh. sad. She's like, it was bad. It was a bad day. <laughs> Jess was like, well, you know, I really had no idea about it. So I'm, I'm really sorry that anyways, I hope that it was okay. And in moving on, and then she goes right on over and I, changes the conversation. That, so funny. oh my God, that was, that was tough. Um, That was tough. Yeah. I will but say uh, I enjoy hearing them all talk about, like, I like that they're going on podcasts and, and when they go on Andy Cohen, watch what happens live. Like, I like hearing yeah. them talk about how they don't even know certain things about the other people or like, you yes. know, these scenes play out and then like, they'll see it happen live when we see it happen like you know about the other people and it's just so funny what did she call them gaggling gaggling hags or something cackling cackling hags cackling hags and they're all like fuck you bitch and she's like no that's like say-. she said what did she say she goes, that's like saying hello where i'm from I'm like, like literally how funny that that to me i wanted to name our podcast that last week but i was like oh shit we didn't talk about it but that was the funniest thing like if somebody called me a cackling hag i'd be like where are you from? Clearly Who? not here. Who? Yeah. <laughs> but it's a funny way. I would never get offended by that, though. I would never get offended by that. But um, I, feel I don't know. I'm so Do proud have... of myself for watching the show because I've never Me watched too. any Housewives. And I'm just like, I'm like more proud of myself for like keeping up and watching it than I am like graduating college. Like, I feel like I'm like doing it. You know, I'm like really living my life right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's a stretch. You know what? I, I feel included, though. If, if anyone brings up Roni, it's like we we know exactly what we're talking about. We do. I do. It feels, feels good. Um, um, yeah, it's we haven't whipped out any impressions insane. yet, although I have one on the back burner. I have. This is I so have, good. Who are you working on right now from the I from have gathered the props. Do you want me to tell you? Are you working yeah, on I, one of them? Because we need to do them. Oh, we need to do them. Yeah, I'm working on I'm working on one of them. And then depending on yours, we need at least two each so we can do a full like four person cast. Um, I'm going to do Jenna. I'm, I'm going to drop my you, Jenna. You have been, to do Jenna. I've been working on my Jenna, actually. Um, she's very soft spoken and she really loves Christmas and she loves wearing <laughs> her shirts just fully open and her boobs. She doesn't have boobs, but <laughs> but she yeah. but she, but she talks about how open on. her shirts are. I'm working on Jessel because I think that. And I hope nobody thinks that I'm doing wrong because I'm not from her culture. But I do think that because she has a mixed background, like I can still do. I Jessel. think it's OK. I think it'll work. I give um, you a blessing. Thank you. She's just and, so clueless. It's like, hello. Yeah. And I want to do to match my Jessel. I was hoping to do an Aaron, but I also think you could do a killer Aaron. I'm not I really want to do an Aaron. That was the yeah. other one I want to do because she's the Jewish Israeli girl. It's so easy. Like, I feel like you would nail it. You kind of have that, like the, the hair look, like you have the look. So I think it'd be great. 
Um, and then I really want to do Psy, but that's also I'm worried because it's not my background. But uh, the way that she says round the way girl is just so funny and talks about her background. I feel like that's great. Psy um, is growing on me, honestly. At first, they really painted her to be like, Ugh. I'm a content creator. What can I say? I'm an yeah. influencer. I'm so annoying, yeah. right? I'm an influencer. Ah, And now I like, I actually really loved seeing her with her team. I was like, oh, yeah, they have a cool relationship. I'm like, I'm like, I'm down more with mm-hmm. her. I don't know. She, she's, she's growing on me. I should say. I really don't have anything bad to say about anybody. Cause I, I know I've been hearing a lot of podcasts talk about these women poorly, but I'm like, we don't even know them yet. Like, let's give some time to like really get to know them. I think Bryn Whitfield is hysterical. Yeah, she's funny. she's got she's got these one liners that I'm like, I'm dying every single time. And I just think she's so funny and bubbly. So everybody's like, Bryn is so annoying. No, I don't get that at all. I think I'm enjoying watching all these women. The one person that's just a little dry for me is Jenna. And that's OK, because she's, she's an dry. actual like high up exec. Like, I totally get it. So she's just a little bland, you know, when she's like, I've got to go to bed. I have a 630 a.m. meeting like I don't want to chill. I don't really I'm not a girl's girl. I kind of like my solitude to me. I'm like, oh, my God, we're not going to get I was any like, fun I relate stuff to her out so, of her. So hard when she was like, I'm actually going to go to my own Hamptons house. Thank you guys yeah. so much for having me. I'm going to just sneak out. I'm just going to back out of the, the room here. I'm just going to go. Yeah. Loved it. I was like, yeah, girl. I like that she that she knows what she wants. The only thing is we're not going to get very good, interesting, funny, hilarious content from that, you know, because yeah. we like these women to get a little messy. That's I love the whole Uba. Point. Honestly, I think she's the most oh. like relatable and fun and sweet. Like I like her. She can go in any scene. You know what I mean? She's like a, she's any. the one, the versatile one, I think. Right. Absolutely. And I can't believe we're saving, I guess, save the best for last. She really is just a a fresh breath of air. She is she is everything. She's she. Um, What would you say? She lightens up any hard situation like whenever anybody was getting in a fight she'd be like please speak english i uh, english is my fourth language like please make sense like she just lightens everything up i yeah. love uba I she's love got her. good timing and and yeah she's she seems like just a good person to have in the mix like i'm like oh everyone can be uba's friend in a way uh, i completely agree and thank you for having that roni talk with me i really had to talk to somebody about it because i haven't we could do roni moment we could do a roni a roni hour if we want you know what i mean roni baloney let's do a, like a roni after like a roni after show a bonus episode if you will a bonus episode anna that's a beautiful idea like a crappy lake but a but a roni um we got the way up we on are, crappy lake we, yeah <laughs> <laughs> by the way sorry <laughs> okay when anna um we're gonna do some uh episodes tonight which is yesterday for you guys and uh and those will be out this week so uh if you've been catching if you've been keeping up with crappy your episodes recaps are coming out thank you guys Cre- for creeping up on crappy <laughs> creeping on crappy lake i can't oh my god i love it i hope they get a season two honestly i really really do um oh me too me too but in another another town i'm t- i'm kind of yeah. sorry but i'm tired of benton we're over benton i'm over it i feel like i know everybody in the town um, I want to end. Can I end uh, the podcast? I know we're over time. We're oh, it's a long one today, but can I end it on is. a big wig moment that happened this week that I think you'll really appreciate? Yes, I mean I, I was dying to know what you, what you, you thought of. I texted you. I got a DM. It all happens mm. in the DMs. Mm. I got a DM from the one and only Melissa Rivers. And I know after my show. Um, because I had photos taken at my show and I posted a photo of me in my Joan outfit and you know, I've tagged her in some videos before, but I know people who know her. I think like we have friends Uh in common, uh, friends, you know what I mean? People who, whatever. And she DM'd me and she was so fucking sweet, which is just like, makes you feel, you know, 
Joan was an iconic comedian and then she passed yeah. away suddenly. It was tragic. It was like, you know, it was like one day she was gone and it was really sad and awful. And so like, I always felt a little weird about doing her cause like of her passing and stuff. But yeah, she also, I think is like someone to be celebrated all the time. Cause she's so fucking quick and funny and witty. And totally Melissa rivers was like, Oh my God, I love your, she said, I love your videos. She said the Met Gala one had me LOL. Like, <gasps> and I was like, Oh my God. And then she said, and the wig is great, which also you get props on the wig. I'm like, Oh my God, <laughs> let me go brush this wig. Now I got, it's got to look good <laughs> if I ever bring it out again. And right. On top of that, um, I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. I'm like, this is this means so much. Like, this is so sweet. And like, I really want you to know how much this like I appreciate that. You know, I make dumb videos and like for you to say yeah. this about your mother, your late mother. And then she was like, my mom loved Joe's pub. And I was like, oh, she's got good taste. You know, it's a good venue. That's amazing. Even the location cool. you did the show by yeah. the, that Joan picture you took. It's it's my one of my favorites. Of, it was like. It's so cool with the lights behind you, the glam lights. Um, that's so special. That is Thanks. like, and, and her daughter, Melissa, she's so, doesn't she continue on the Joan legacy? Like she runs her Instagram account. Oh yeah. Well, she like, it's yeah, incredible. I mean, she, she has her own podcast. She's, she's crushing it. Yeah. She's got a lot of stuff going on, but I just was like, it felt really good. You know, you know how it feels when you get that seal of approval almost, which is why we're still out here waiting for Courtney and Chris to just knock on our DM. I really thought like any day now. Any day now. Um, anyway, I just wanted to end that. That was a big wig moment for me this week. I thought it was really cool. And uh, huge. You know, you got to celebrate the little wins, especially when life is shitty. And my life is shitty right now. So I'm going to take that. And, <laughs> and this moment was really this. This episode was great for me. And I love you all. And uh, interact with us on Instagram because I posted a little something there. So go go check our Instagram. Um Totally. We need to respond to those uh, impressions requests and we got to work on our Roni impressions. So that's our homework this week. I think it's going to happen this week. I think we have to drop at least one. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. All right. I love you and I love all you big wings. And uh, this was a wonderful episode. Thank you very much for supporting sag after. <laughs> that's all I got. Absolutely. <laughs> The strike is still going on, if you guys didn't know. Uh, so that's uh, a, another thing that's um, always a developing uh, developing storyline. But uh, thank you, guys. We love you. Uh, be a bigwig this week. And we will be posting some clips. So wait for that. I, Dre's got to get on her shit. Dre no, meaning Anna's me. Anna's got to get on her shit, too. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>